The Artwork Podcast. Rattling brains and concepts. This week's podcast takes me away to beautiful Iceland, where I have the joy to meet up with Danish superstar Tina Diko and Icelandic, respectively, superstar Helgi Jonsson. We met up in their fantastic summer house overlooking the icy shores of Thingvatlavatn. I hope I pronounced that one correctly. And we talked about the ups and downs of life as a recording and touring artist, as well as their lives as parents and the challenge to combine these two lives. So here's my talk with Tina and Helgi. I am super happy to be here with, uh, um, may I say, very dear friends, uh, Tina and Helgi, in their fantastic house, uh, which I'm not going to say too much about because I know you probably want to have a bit, bit of privacy, but maybe you can just describe the setting here just, you know, as far as you want. And so the, uh, yeah, we're, get a bit we're of an insight. Likewise, very much happy to be here with you. Yeah. Uh, great to have you up in Iceland and... Uh, After after a few years of yeah, so we we are in our uh, country house that we built with our own bare hands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> can say yeah. Um, It's quite quite the gem. We're overlooking uh, Iceland's biggest lake, Singotlovat. Yeah, yeah. Spectacular view, actually. Yeah, I have to. And um, yeah. absolute second notion. Surrounded fantastic. by wood, basically. It's a house that has a lot of wood in it yeah and a lot of nature coming in through you know every window and yeah. it's like they're these windows they're like paintings the this stuff that we're looking at here yeah it was designed by a friend of ours who christian akertson uh kratz architects he uh, yeah we 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 just uh kind of like yeah in a, in a cooperation of, of back and forth uh over half a year or so, um, did, yeah, come, <laughs> come to this conclusion. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he did an incredibly wonderful job and, and he has been praised for it in many, many uh, publications. Yeah, I can totally see that. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. I, I mean, it's just a very comfortable place and it feels grand and intimate at the same point, yeah. right, at the same time. Yeah. yeah. We, we wanted to... Um, Of course, just having a place like this is an incredible privilege and luxury. Uh, at the same time, we wanted it very much to feel like, uh, you know, what we call a summer house. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know... As if summer ever arrives in Iceland. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, 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 it's a question of, no, of but, uh, framing it, basically. <laughs> yeah. And that, that does not mean, um, you know, having uh, four bathrooms and... Yeah. And uh, every luxurious... It's going to be five or six, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> no, we... Every luxurious amenity. No, it, it meant just uh, feeling cozy. And of yeah. course, enjoying the view. And and, uh, and, yeah. and also that it should respect uh, the nature and landscapes it's being set in, so that it should fall yeah. fall sort of uh, in a subtle way into the landscapes. And it does, with the, the grass roofs, just kind of... Mm -hmm. Um, growing out of the, it seems to be growing out of the mountain in a way, or the slope at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. 
Very much so. Um, let me just maybe um, continue with uh, straight into uh, the general outset of this podcast, which is about you know creation and creativity in a way. What well, I hope at least it's going to be. Um, so maybe there's a question of uh, you know independently to you guys because you set out that, you know different stages or different uh, geographies in your life, uh, and whoever wants to go first, um, I just want to put this out. Um, is, was there ever kind of a, a, a very specific point in time when you or you decided to go, okay, I'm going to go into you know, creative um, arts as, as a means of, of spending my life, or was it just a continuous pro uh, process? Well, well, first of all, uh, to make it clear, neither, neither one of us, we were nothing before we met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, um, <laughs> quite the contrary. Well, I think I think for me, um, contrary to Helgi, I never thought that I was going to work in music. I um, I didn't even really think there was an option. I guess I was just someone who was writing songs at home, yeah. in the basement, in my childhood home. It was for no, no one else's ears. This was just my type of. Mm. It was a diary. It was a, it was meditation, and um, I certainly never thought that I would play it to anyone. And um, and I also didn't know anyone who was working with music professionally, so that was never really um, in the cards. And when I finished uh, gym gymnasium, I started uh, studying uh, science of religion, yeah, and I really yeah. thought that I was going to yeah. be a comparative. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and 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 a teacher. I, I oh, okay. saw myself working with with um, young people and like teaching them about you know, the nature of humans and, uh, mm. you know, philosophy and giving them a lot of aha experiences. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, um, but, w you know, w while I was at school, I was always, I, you know, I was a part of a band at the time and we had, there was a, uh, my boyfriend had pers persuaded me to maybe try playing a few of my songs and and the, the bag was sort of opening up and I, and I couldn't concentrate mm. on my studies. Yeah. Kind of and my friends were all starting like the you know the academy of music and and in the end I just thought okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same I'm gonna apply I'm gonna see if I get in and if I get in hopefully I can just like you know spend a few years there playing music yeah. and just shits yeah. and giggles and and hopefully get on with my life yeah. after that yeah. like my real life oh, serious so uh, yeah. you know my education <laughs> and but then I started this, you know, the music yeah. school and did nothing else. And I, I've, I felt quite dramatically that my brain simply changed yeah. Yeah. working with music. And yeah. like suddenly everything was just feely, feely and like uh, no, no, uh, no, ev never no sort of bottom lines and all the sort of the stuff that I was used to. Like I like mathematics. I like mm. sort of Clear -cut. creating mm. um, order in chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And music was just like super difficult in 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 that way uh, but so but that was the beginning of a journey that i probably um was probably good for me to like get away from mm. from the sort of mathematical way of living and into a whole mm. and also someone different that, world that had really thrived in in the sort of school environment and academic uh, you know with with top grades and always you know yeah, i just i just i loved being at school uh, and you were, but i suddenly I, I suddenly loved music as well that was the other sort of more sort of darker and secret 
part of me somehow. You yeah. know, um, well, if it, if sort of the big, the, the whole existential, um, all the questions of being, they, they came out through the music. Mm. And once I'd started the school, I started, you know, playing my songs to people. Yeah. I started playing gigs. And it didn't, it wasn't long actually until I um, started looking for people to work with outside mm. of Denmark. Mm. Found a manager in London, got a publishing yeah, deal yeah. in London, moved to London. They w- wanted me to move over there to be available to work with yeah. other songwriters. And yeah. I dropped out of school then. I dropped yeah. out of the, the academy. academy. Yeah. And, and and the rest is history, I guess, because yeah. then I signed a publishing deal, a, publishing deal, a big yeah. a big record deal. And, um, you know, that's... Well, I suppose I had actually made done made my own little record label in Denmark, which have, has been going through all the years. So... It's been a long, interesting, confusing, frustrating, beautiful journey that, that to answer your question briefly, I never imagined yeah. would happen. It, it, it was a bit life, of a... Like, like you could say that I met, I met a few people that helped me uh, take these, my sort of diary of songs out mm. of the basement and into into the light yeah or into, the, or into the ears maybe slightly reluctantly from my uh, side but but really um it's always a good, good thing to be reluctant because yeah. then people want to more right? <laughs> yeah get me, get me. Yeah. yeah yeah what about you well i was five when i uh sort of uh told my family i came it was a dinner family dinner and i came came out uh the TV room where I had been watching some Icelandic pop band. Yeah. Uh, and I, I told them all, I'm going to be a pop singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was five years old there. Um, and then, uh, well, I mean, I, I, had a, I had a little bit of a rocky start in, in, uh, in that I was very shy as a child. I can't see that in a way, can you? No, that is... <laughs> People have a hard time understanding that, but but I was uh, I was so shy that that um, it was almost like pathologically, uh, you know, any any time there would be a stranger anywhere close, I would I would completely uh, curl up and and wherever I was, I was called the knot, really, the knot in my family because (laughs) nudrin. That's that's funny, actually. Yeah, Yeah, they they would. I think that should be sorry. That should be the the album of the next uh, the title of the next album, maybe. Not, yeah. <laughs> not. Why not? Yeah. Why, Why not? not? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and uh, then it, it, at the autumn of of just before I turned six, I because my parents they realized there's there's some music in this child, mm. and uh, my parents both having been. In, in music, and they probably thought, "Well, there better be, because there sure is no sports." <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, well, they could just see how I felt when I listened to music. Yeah. And I, I would really uh, be, you know, I would find so much uh, comfort in that, and I would just. My parents had a, had a had a record player with a pair of huge old Yamaha headphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you could hook up to the to the amplifier, and I would just sit there for hours. And mm. So they thought, okay, this this child probably uh, enjoys music, so let's put him in the music school. But that was hard because that was completely uh, going over my boundaries, and, yeah. and I, I couldn't socially. You mean socially? Or, I couldn't yeah. face it, uh, and so I, I would 
run out of of uh, the music school every time crying uh, really? and and up up the next hill. Mm. I simply could not. I was so scared. It was just way too much for me. That t- a group of people uh, t- making or kids, you know, that should make noise together or mm. make music or you know, it was mm. just went. Uh, yeah. So uh, for a few weeks, they they tried to. Uh, tried to to get me to go there and, and keep me there and it just didn't work out and the the music uh, school director who was also the teacher of that class he, he he was kind of thinking maybe yeah maybe you should just wait you know it's not it's not really working out mm. it's all right you know but my parents they were uh, not fully willing to give up so they, they went to my my father's sister who who is a uh, who had a, you know was a, was a school director herself and had studied you know p- pedagogue you mm. know and and uh, so she said you know what you should bribe him <laughs> you should buy him to do it so and that worked yeah well, what was the uh, what was the item of bribery i got to go to the toy store after uh, each session oh wow okay yes. each session after each session i was allowed to to pick out a toy. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though, that I probably did that three or four times, mm-hmm. and but at that time I was already enjoying going there, so I I didn't have I did, didn't have it in me to to ask for that anymore. So I think that just yeah. kind of I think that's what you call conditioning, Pavlov's dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what it tells about me if, yeah. if I'm if, if I'm easily uh, you know. One over two, two. No, I mean it. It it, it really works. We're seeing it now with, with our oldest boy, who also plays. I mean, you haven't said which instrument you were practicing at the time, but well, you no. know the tr- the trombone. Well, this was actually before. This was I, I had like two years of like pre music school where okay. you where you okay. play the recorder, you sing, oh, yeah. you do yeah. you do the Karl Orff instruments and yeah, stuff yeah. like this. Yeah. But, but like, but like our with our boy now who. Plays the trombone, the trombone and, yeah. and he, you know, he's reluctant to rehearse. It's yeah. to practice, yeah, yeah, yeah. to practice, and uh, and so uh, he suggested because he's only allowed to play PlayStation on the weekends. Okay. But he suggested now that uh, for every minute he practices the trombone on, you know, school afternoons, he is allowed to play FIFA for one minute as well. Something like that. I mean, okay. it seems like a, it's a tough, you know, if, yeah. because ten minutes obviously, of trombone yeah. is quite a long time, and yeah. obviously ten minutes of FIFA is nothing. It's nothing yeah. So, yeah. but um, it really works. It does. And work. his yeah. his uh, like skills in in playing the trombone are like rocketing. Yeah, yeah. See, because of this, but also the enjoyment, because that's also so, such a key to to uh, having uh, success with with enjoying uh, as for children. Mm. Is that the instrument is there, and you feel like you know it becomes a habit that you grab the instrument, yeah, play yeah. a little bit, yeah. you know, and and uh, quickly, the enjoyment also just uh, is, is there. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the other day I've never heard anything like it. He was like, after he had played a run over of a fever, you know, <laughs> okay. and he was like. Afterwards, he was like, "Oh my God, did you hear this? I can't believe that wasn't home. Like, this is the best I've ever played. Did you hear my tone? Yeah. I'm never going to be able to do as do it as well when he comes home." But he was so excited, was and that is yeah. completely unlike him when it comes to this. So it really works. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm all yeah. for bribery. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, you were saying. 
You stopped taking the bribery in the right. end, so as soon I, as you started enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, and that's what eight hours later. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we have. Where where have we gotten in my in my uh, life? Uh, well, you're struggles. now you're, we're, you're we're now at the age of five. You're at the, <laughs> you're at the music school and you're enjoying yourself, years, and the knot yeah. is slowly uh, yeah. resolving, I suppose. Yeah, fast forward to thirty years later. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I'm a room ruin of a human being. Yeah, you know. Well, you know. No, no, no. That comes with life, I guess. No, not at all. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I just uh, so basically yeah, from a, from a very young age, I I guess I also come from a family that that has a lot of uh, both has musicians, professional musicians, mm. composer, pianist, cellist, uh, violinist, uh, people in the orchestra, and and. And I guess that uh, so that's that's my mother's half of the family. Yeah. My father's half of the family. My father was in a band, but but that's a long line of teachers and uh, and uh, farmers. Yeah. Huh. So it's it's a good. I think that's a good kind of uh, starting point. It is. Yeah, it's okay. yeah. And uh, for me, I always wanted only that. I only wanted to be in music. So basically, you can say yeah, from from the year five. Um, yeah. Um, from from five or six. A H. Anu Helgi. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were. Yeah. Kind of adamant to be a musician. Yeah, and I really flour flourished in the music school, and it kind of allowed me to to also gain some self confidence and yeah. and sort of get out of being so shy and just socially, it, it really helped me and. Yeah. And then, uh, I I also was very lucky as a child that I got. Uh, we, we formed a like a kiddie band. Yeah. When I was ten, there was eight of us, yeah. uh, and we we played sort of Latin American music, pop yeah. music, some jazz, uh, and and we kind of we actually got, made ourselves a name. So we we got very busy. Yeah. So so I got uh, I had the privilege of of performing as a child, and I'm talking every week we would yeah. have gigs and we would sometimes have three gigs every weekend oh wow okay yeah, yeah. we played a, every Saturday night we played a, a show that was at this hotel that had, had a, like a ball every Saturday no, no, night a, with a yeah. show and we, we had a fixed gig there and and we traveled abroad to play many mm. times and stuff like this so being like getting being allowed on stage at such a young age get getting that thrill and also just to get used to it is super helpful for later life. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, uh, being on stage is normally it's yeah. just pure enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really. Uh, Whereas I'm crippled. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the truth, or is it just being being kind of a? No, but I suppose it is probably. No, no. I mean, well, it's that's a long. You know, that's. You, you with, with, with now with twenty five years of experience in performing, I can honestly say that you know sometimes I I can do the biggest of shows without being nervous at all. Like uh, probably the biggest show I've ever played was Orange Stage at Roskilde Festival, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I don't remember being particularly nervous because I, I I recall that I suggested myself that I would go out and start the show. With some playing some shit on electric yeah. <laughs> guitar, like I'll do an intro, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I got you covered. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, you know, fall in when you get the cue or something. It was not something that we'd ever done before, but I, it just felt like that would be a cool thing to do. Go mm. out and, and play something on an electric, 
on the electric guitar. Um, but um, but at the same time, yeah, I've I've had periods of uh, of a lot of maybe not stage fright, but very often um, testing myself when I'm up there, like just mm. to see how how are you doing this evening? Can you handle it? Is it yeah. um, are you strong yeah. enough? Yeah. So there's usually a, a few moments of life or death, of of life or death, and sort of uh, you know most often feeling like yeah sure no problem I can do this and every now and again um, the answer to the question is absolutely no fucking way can I be here for this whole show yeah I have to get out of here yeah. but of course you can't yeah. so you deal with it somehow yeah. um, mm. and that can make you. 15 years older in one and a half hours and it is uh, life or death it is you mm. know that's the that's the feeling um, and it's it, and it's it continues to puzzle me like how sometimes it's just the easiest thing in the world mm. sometimes. and I had yeah. it I had it recently where we played two shows in one evening actually and the first one I don't know what happened but I was like in, in, in almost in panic really? throughout the whole show. That's very rare. I've n- never really had any, you know, usually, uh, you know, always. It, it, it just, it sort of resolves, you know, yeah, as soon as you get into the music, then you're just in the moment and yeah. there's nothing else than just the music and right now and being together and listening to each other and feeling the audience and, you know, it always, in the end, uh, you've, you, you know, you get into the music and it's a beautiful experience of just being there. Uh, but on this um, particular concert, it was just like it wouldn't let go. This thing of like, mm. shit, what am I doing? What are my hands doing? Where, where are the words coming from? When is this gonna like? When am I gonna crash? When? Yeah. Uh, and but I was that thinking was the like, first concert that was the, the first of the two, yeah. and I was thinking, shit, I'm gonna uh, go out, and and I'm gonna only have like a short break, and then I'm gonna have have to go in and do the same again. Like mentally, I, I can't see how that is going to be possible. And then when we came on for the second, second show, one. there was nothing. Yeah. It was like. Not a shred of nerves. Yeah. Best show ever. Best show ever. It's it, it, it's just a, it's puzzling. Mm. But I think we agree that it's certainly um, often more difficult to play to a few people than yeah. to many. Like we, yeah. I, I can get very nervous. Like yeah. the the it's most nerve wracking thing for me is to perform at a family gathering. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. To the closest, to like you yeah. know, the closest family and their sort of friends. Yeah, because and also, they are so so cruel and yeah, vicious and backstabbing. The comments yeah. afterwards, yeah. Yeah. brutal. You know, in the in the WhatsApp group, <laughs> that was hideous. <laughs> what did she do again? <laughs> did you see what she was wearing <laughs> in that speech. Do you know what though? Actually, Orange wasn't. Your biggest show? No, actually, you're right. We played to about a hundred thousand in Karlsruhe. Oh, in Karlsruhe. In Karlsruhe, yeah. which okay, was it a festival too? It's called the. It Fest. was a festival, das but it. Fest. Like, but Lost. it was uh, because we played um, just before what's his name? Yeah, hip hop artist. One of the biggest. Uh, at least at the time. Names huge. in Germany at that time, so they were expecting two hundred thousand people. I don't know how many were there already when we played, but they needed something like a very simple setup no, see. before yeah. he he would roll in his big production. So we played there with a trio. Yeah. It's true, there was a lot of people, but that didn't feel like a lot of 
pressure. Ah, oh, that was, was just. Well, I mean, I, that's just one of the like was, you know you always have these uh, funny little memories from from various shows, of course. And this one, I I just recall having a. Because the, the sun was... Sh- it was in the afternoon and the sun was really, uh, like, shining s- straight on stage. and yeah. So I had um, put on sunscreen okay. before we went on. And you know how sunscreen, if it gets in your eyes, it's, it's kind of it can be, like, really horribly <laughs> painful and yeah. you are just crying. So, and, uh, you know, there were big screens and everything and all I could think about, like, I was just, like, tears running down. <laughs> and it was quite embarrassing because, oh, you know, what is she doing up there singing her melancholic songs and she's <laughs> crying? to it. <laughs> but, you know, what an embarrassment to herself. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was it was sunscreen. Yeah, well... I usually don't cry on stage. Yeah. It's a good story, though. Mm. And maybe it worked for many of the, uh, you know. Um, maybe they actually. They actually they thought it was very it, authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, she's so moved, bro. Past. Nice. Actually, one thing that I might uh, want to ask you guys equally, uh, maybe two guys together, uh, you guys, or separately, whatever you, however you prefer that. Um, as you kind of you know proceed in your career i wouldn't say career but uh, but your life um the choices you make musically speaking creatively speaking they change right um is that something is that for you guys a process that you consciously decide okay i'm gonna you know try and venture in this sort of direction uh or is it something that just natural happens i mean you know in terms of instrumentation in terms of Maybe even style in terms of uh, anything that kind of you know sets it apart from what it, what it, you have been doing previously. Is it? I mean, the, the danger is that um, you you kind of uh, fall into doing the same things over mm-hmm. again. So you, you 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 just you simply you have to be aware of where, where, where you are to to try and do something new. Or at least to variate. But, and, but and, if uh, I may, just before you go further out on that tangent, I, I would say that for me, I always just felt like a songwriter whose purpose was not to try and 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 move into, you know, to do uh, different genres or try and be more this or that or modern or no, no, no. Uh, you know. It's not I, my, 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 no. I was always just like I'm going to write some songs. I'm mm. going to sing them, mm. and. Yeah. I, I I suppose then you know I'm listening to stuff that I like and often will think like wow I wonder if I could add some of that uh, to my music and then when I try I usually don't get there I think then then it ends up in a different place and I'm always a bit sort of surprised and and also it ends up maybe more like the same as it you know mm, it's okay, it's very it's very I find it very takes. difficult to make big changes. Yeah. Um, even when they are, if they are conscious. Uh, mm. uh, At the same time, I mean, I, I would say that for us, uh, you know, we are both, of course, uh, recording artists, but you could say that uh, a very, very large portion of our job is to to perform on stage. Yeah. And we do that in, in very many different setups. So that already is, is a whole lot of variety, you know. Mm-hmm. So if, if uh, Tina... If, is alone on stage you know she, she can do a whole tour yeah. completely alone 
uh, or you know we've we've done a duo tour mm. uh, many years ago. We we're going to do that again next year, just the two, two of us on stage. And yeah. Then we have the quartet, where mm. there's four of us. Mm. Um, for many years, we were three on stage, mm. and then you know if we're doing a festival summer, we'd, we'd be maybe six mm. full full band rock and roll, uh, and then we do orchestra. Yeah. shows so it's that also is a lot of variety and, and, and in terms of making albums I think we have had more problems with being too varied you know what I mean yeah, that yeah. The, uh, that, exactly that the, there's a lot of there's an art in actually being able to make uh, a whole uh, you know sort of body of work that like you would say in German has uh, hand und fuß. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That 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 is uh, where the whole uh, journey is is a comprehensible. Uh, like, yeah, and, and to, to to really make a decision and stick by it because you know, like what I was saying before, like if I'm listening to something and it's like, wow, I wonder if I could yeah, like yeah. bring some of that into uh, my music, and then we do that for one song or two songs, but then the next one is still just like me and yeah. and the guitar, and then and it's very you know, off for a brief moment, and then yeah, yeah. it it. Um, Yeah, but and, and, to have and that the, kind of glue for for the whole duration of an album, that's really uh, that's it's a it's a it's a really uh, worthy goal. Oh yeah. And like I've so often I've thought, okay, the next album I do, it's just going to be a voice and a guitar. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of start out, and then it's like ah, but it would be kind of cool to add some piano, some piano here, right? I mean, what that doesn't make that much of a difference it's still very acoustic but then when the piano is on it's like oh that's awesome I like how it goes up yeah. in the energy here let's put on some percussion oh and then <laughs> yeah. and then after that course just get the bass in exactly what, what's yeah. a little and once the bass is what's in let's go orchestra? four on the floor let's go four on the floor yeah. oh. <laughs> then we could also play it at a festival yeah. and then you yeah. have that great produ- production and then of course everything else on the album is is a uh, is pretty pale, so you start adding stuff on exactly. that too. Exactly. Now yeah. this song is a hit, so yeah, let's yeah, take yeah. the other stuff yeah. and, and suddenly you have to drag it all up to that level. Where exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 At the same time, I think we have, uh, you know, to different degrees, uh, sort of had success with making albums that do uh, very much uh, have, have really sort of where, where the whole journey really uh, is comprehensible and and uh, just where the Instrumentation also really just supports each song without without uh, being uh, completely, uh, you know, yeah, going from one thing to the other. So, so, but this is uh, what I was saying before as well. You know, in in terms of just to to be aware of of uh, that the the danger is that you you just want to do the stuff that you're used to doing it's comfortable mm. to you which is very much in your arsenal and mm. and it's it's just that much more fun to to try out new things yeah the, the David Bowie approach kind of yeah yeah, yeah. How, how, uh, how was his approach you mean no I mean in terms but the, I, I had the impression that at least that he, he you know uh, 
consciously decided to you know go from the uh, Siggy, Siggy Stardust stage to his uh, Thin White Duke stage to his kind of uh, right uh, Berlin stage, which was the same. So kind of consciously really said, okay, I wanna yeah. do something completely different and, and try yeah. to invent himself uh, again and again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but, it, but uh, I mean it is obviously it is a huge uh, challenge I would say for an artist to uh, for, for many reasons to have a long uh, career yeah and, and staying uh, staying relevant and uh, yeah. keeping uh, keeping it up absolutely it's a kind of a brutal yeah. field we're in in that way and keep that spark alive you know. And, and I'm sure that goes for any artist, any yeah. any creative person, to try and maintain that uh, fascination with uh, with the magic and yeah. uh, keep that spark alive and, and connect to something that is moving and something that is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. For yourself, you know. In or- yeah. yes, your goal is to move other people. That's that's your job essentially. Yeah. Or get them to think, get them to feel, and yeah, yeah. and hopefully even uh, you know if you're if you're really if you really want to be uh, sort of, uh, what should I say? I mean, to, to try and get them to, to even be better humans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a huge goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find it hard to, be, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> convince we, we are, myself to be a better human. <laughs> no, but that, that's, that's, that is, that, that this is it, you know. Um, yeah. Of course, we... And it, it's always, uh, people often come to us and talk about how obvious it is that we enjoy the togetherness on stage you know that we enjoy you know to be our band on stage together yeah, yeah. and that's absolutely true we we do love it and, it, mm. and it's, it's so important as well mm. and that so the fact that we are um, you know this is just it becomes a, a multiple of a of effect if if you're having a f- if you're having fun yourself if you're having yeah, uh, if you're in it uh, yeah. fully with your heart and yeah. this interaction stage becomes interaction in the whole room yeah, yeah. Well, um. yeah. totally yeah um, well let me just uh, kind of uh, go a little further in that same same kind of uh, you know ballpark of questions in a way um, which is kind of uh, I always find it uh, an interesting, you know, uh, thought to have. Is it, in your in your opinion, is it necessary for art or any creative creative uh, endeavor to also to rub against the the grain of society to kind of you know expose things that wouldn't be, uh, you know, that might not work or that you think that that are difficult or you know just uh, problematic? Is that something that should be a part of of a creative process? Has to be or. Or, or not not on a for, for me certainly not necessarily on a societal level yeah I'm just uh, trying to uh, understand myself and to create a room where other people can hopefully take the, the a moment to try and, and understand themselves and their lives and all the sort of um, uh, sort of contradictions that we you know to be able to live with all these contradictions mm. that we exist in the middle of but it's very like what what you were saying before to help people to be better people I mean I I can relate to that in the way that I suppose 
when when I think about some of the, the most profound experiences I've had with, with music and with singers, it's been to listen to someone and to feel understood mm-hmm. in yeah. a way that no one around me would understand me. You know that that yeah. that, that was the feeling I got when I listened to Tracy Chapman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this woman or man, I did not know at the time. Yeah, you know when I was very young, I was um, yeah. When you heard the radio the first time, I was like eight. Yeah you know, eight years old or whatever. And, and I was just like, had this feeling that there is a human being here that understands me so completely and fully mm. that I, you know, I, I don't know what's going on, but it changed me to, to feel friend. to feel such connection. Yeah. I felt the same with Eddie Vedder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is really something that you know obviously transla- uh, trans uh, transcends uh, gender and and geography and age yeah, and yeah. you know it was just like this feeling of of being understood and obviously that is a huge thing for any human being mm, yeah. to feel a connection like that and I suppose that that to me is is if if I can uh, make people feel um, feel like that. That is that's yeah. that's huge. But I mean, that is essentially that society as well, isn't it? If you you know you can make create connections in yeah. a way so that that creates society yeah. in a way, right? Yeah. I do feel that um, for a, a long time now we have we have been uh, moving away, like artists in general, especially pop artists, have been moving away from being a mirror for society mm. and and uh, be to hold uh, hold. Uh, Things and uh, powers accountable, people mm. accountable, and and to shed lights on difficult things. This is definitely a very very uh, important aspect of art. It doesn't mean that all artists need to 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 do that. Mm. In fact, that would be pretty uh, horrible, I think. And maybe boring even. Probably, yeah. But but uh, you know that that's that's the what art is is to is to find a way. To, to address difficult things that can be you know cringe worthy if if they're not dressed you know that, that's the art to find find a way to say things that us jaded people you know could could find you know impossible to say in, in a song mm. but to 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 find a way to say it anyway and make it into art yeah and uh, sadly i think that possibly especially in pop music this has been like a total uh, no no yeah for such a long time both to to talk about something that is uh, moving like emotional mm. like uh, it's it's either it's just very often either very cynical dark cold Or or very superficial, if mm. it, you know. So, and and obviously this is a way to. Um, I know that there's tons of absolutely wonderful artists out there. Maybe it's just like you could say that it's more personal. That people are uh, talking about heavy subjects, but it's more on a it's it's about personal yeah. level. You know, yeah. it's not it's not Bob Dylan. You know, mm. and, and 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 it would be difficult to write songs like that today because people would be like, "Ah, oh, come on, grow up again." Yeah, like. Yeah. We know all this, yeah, like, yeah. and and I I suppose like for me, mm, art should uh, you know hopefully make us think and feel differently and feel that 
feel a bit larger than life, that life mm. is uh, bigger than just this everyday mm. uh, you know, wheel that we run around in. But 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 to say that that artists need to to um, expose or be up against power and um, I actually think that most artists are not like that. You know, artists are doubters, people that do not have a clear answer to anything, or people that can often see things from from all sides and are you know feeling their way through and sort of uh, mm. some sort of a uh, feeling um you know trying to put uh, a vibe into their art or like the sort of the vibe of mm. society or like it's it's also way more like uh, no fluent yeah. and uh, you know no clear conclusions yeah, because yeah. like uh, or at least I can say that for someone like myself I mm. don't have the answer to no, anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, good, good, uh, good art is not judgmental. Yeah. You know, uh, good, good literature is not. Uh, it, it's it, it barely ever is is uh, you know because it doesn't have to. It's just telling a story, it's and the reader can make their own judgment about situations. Obviously, uh, just by writing about something, and often, oftentimes, you know, there are. Peoples and powers that that don't want stories to be told, mm. and even when the, they're just being told without judgment, mm. but they don't want them to be told because well. But um, yeah, I, I absolutely realize that it's not a. But you know, if, if you can, uh, if you can, through art, uh, get another human being to, to have a little bit more love in their life. You know, for instance, love for for their, you know, fellow... Human beings. Human beings, you know. Yeah. One, you know, and I'm talking 0.1% more yeah. love, you know. Yeah. Then, it's already a big... It's already a big achievement. Contribution, yeah. I would yeah. say so. I mean, yeah. it's... it's, it's uh, and also just this, this kind of uh, notion that you know, if if, uh, if enjoying art is is a kind of a state that you go into, state of mind, if you will, kind of it also is is a tool to disconnect from all the many unnecessary worries we are carrying around mm. all of the time. Yeah. yeah. So. Brief thought spa, mm -hmm. or thinking spa, more than thought spa. I mean, yeah. I know. I was just, I was, I was just thinking. You know, as someone that doesn't uh, like, you know, back to my sort of being quite mathematical, and even in my approach to music, I sense that I am, I am, I am using music to try and create some order mm -hmm. in chaos. And I don't, I don't, um, like, I, I don't have, like, an, a natural gravity towards abstract yeah, yeah, art. And that is something that Helgi and I, we uh, have completely different views on this. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at, at um, an abstract painting hanging here mm -hmm. that Helgi made. Mm -hmm. And 
even if you know I, <laughs> just makes you so angry no it's just my, so, <laughs> she's, so, she's boiling if you could see her now <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy that it's here this it is, is like yeah, nice. this is like an entrance into something that um, just tells us that you know it's not it's not as as, uh, as simple as we would like to try and make it out life yeah. it's like Mm, there cool. are levels that we are not uh, you know it's yeah. it's there for the taking these next levels of being and of life and mm-hmm. yeah. consciousness yeah. it's um, absolutely and that's also something that is uh, free of charge you know yeah. it's, it's yeah true just, just uh, I mean I I I uh, you know, my uh, grandmother on the father's side, who yeah. who, who grew up uh, on a farm up north, you know, yeah. without electricity until yeah. she was yeah. around ten. Yeah. Uh, she she was, uh, in a sense, very artistically minded, and she taught me to, you know, open your eyes to beauty yeah. like to you, you have to be actively seeking it out yeah and and uh just like stop and 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 look at the and that crack in the pavement in the springtime where there's like a tiny little flower i know this sounds pretty cheesy but that's that's just a good metaphor of her her uh attitude in life to, Is that, to may i may i just uh ask something very quick do you think that that has something to do with the fact that I, I don't know the country up there but was it a very sparse country is that something where she's kind of uh, just uh, you know out of her situation there she was actively seeking that is that I think you, you had to you had to make the most out of yeah out of small things I mean we're talking uh, we're talking uh, a completely different world um where where everything in this country was changing. I mean, yeah. Iceland changed so much after the Second World War. It kind of, until then, it was a very poor country. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she, she would have uh, just been in that little farm, in that little valley. Mm. And But uh, also in nature that it does not ha- have a lot of flowers, for instance, you know. Yeah. Small ones. It does. Does it? Oh yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, but 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 they are low. That's what I mean. So they are low plants. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to really go, bow down to you see it. Absolutely, and she was a woman that until her death was bowing down, picking berries. Uh, you know, uh, going all the way to the to the you know to 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 smell the the thyme and uh, uh, and the rest, uh, uh, and to teach to uh, teach others uh, uh, and all her children. Uh, studied to be teachers oh really yeah so i mean but it's a good image because like you know if you look at that kind of nature that you see in a lot of places in iceland to the naked eye if you don't get close to the moss mossy bed of little flowers and plants Mm. then it looks so barren yeah yes and moon like but if you yeah get up close and down on your knees then it's like nowhere else Absolutely, such yeah. beauty in yeah, the low, the, the low, very, uh, very low, tiny, tiny vegetation. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, slight, uh, you know, course change in terms of questions. Uh, not really, but uh, um, I mean, obviously, you know, you guys work together very um, closely and um, and successfully. But uh, in terms of collaboration, generally speaking, that is, I mean, I'd, I probably I wouldn't have to pose the question you, but I suppose you. Both are very open to. Uh, is it something that, that inspires you? Collaborations, not with yourselves. I mean, you know, but uh, with other artists. Sure. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just it's it's uh, yeah, and, and uh, it's just difficult, you know, because you uh, because you times become time becomes so precious. Yeah, and I was going to say like it's it's the the thing that come, pops to my mind is time. Yeah. Like when? But but no, there's no. Let's put it like this: Have we ever? Uh, have we ever uh, regretted having done a collaboration? No. Probably not. Has it always been? Uh, Every time we have the opportunity to. You know, usually it's then it's live. You know, it's like guesting on someone's show or yeah. having someone mm. join us, and it's always wonderful, always mm. just yeah. awesome. But when it comes down to actually uh, planning yeah. recordings and writing something together and all those things, like we the you know we just don't have enough time, mm. even just to keep both of our um, careers uh, on on full speed. You know, we just... Um, What career? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the handkerchief quickly. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's... Uh, and I'm lucky enough that I have... Um, I feel that I have uh, a wonderful career also within uh, Tina's music yeah. and Tina's art. Mm. I, I really I really do. Um, and I really have... I feel that I can really shine there. And on the other hand, I, I really have uh, ambitions and I love uh, making my own music. Mm. Um, but it's not that, you know, if if the one is not happening, I have absolutely no problem with it because I have to keep myself busy. And mm. um, But yeah, certainly, I mean, collaborations, it's, it's something that just opens up uh, new... Cans of, cans of worms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cans, yeah. 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 Which good ways, like beautiful yeah, worms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, beautiful worms. That yeah. I'm now twice, uh, twice uh, collaborated with uh, Vikingur Olafsson, who's yeah. a who's a classical pianist, yeah. uh, one of the leading uh, concert pianists and recording artists, mm. simply in on the world stage right now. Mm. So he has uh, he's asked me to do these reworks of of. Uh, Recordings of his yeah. that that he does um, for Deutsche Grammophon, and then he so he has a big release, and then half a year later or so, there's another release of of kind of like uh, echoes of that, mm. yeah. and it's it's great fun. It's just something, uh, and of course for someone that is uh, raised in the classical music, uh, it's uh, it's quite the challenge just to just you know to touch. Uh, you know this repertoire mm. what, why what, what am I supposed to do with uh, Schumann's uh, Träumerei or mm. Debussy or you know mm. but make that it better man 
There's so much to improve. No, it's not about that. That, that That's the key to... to it's not... Uh, it's just uh, to to allow it to inspire something else. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's actually great fun. Yeah. So, uh, yes, but where's the time? That is the, the, the answer, Absolutely. basically. Like, yeah. Because right. mm. we've been pretty... Um, pressed for time I would say since we met yeah. and started making babies and yeah. building country houses and like mm-hmm. making albums and I, I suppose touring touring like yeah we haven't really slowed down in any regard um, and and you could say that I, I suppose my career is a bit of a train that's sort of yeah like I've so often said okay Now I'm gonna take a long break, and we're gonna focus on you. And I really, honestly mean it, and I would love it, and I would really enjoy it. Um, well, that's that's what we've done, and, and it's been great, you know. Then yeah, we've, 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 then we've, we've uh, gone on the journey, same journey, and we've written, yeah, music. We've produced. We've I've, I've toured, released, uh, absolutely, released, you know, and. Uh, Yeah, and that's uh, and you know, for me, success is to be allowed to be in music. Yeah. That is already such a success and a privilege mm. to to uh, have that in one's life. You know, mm. it's just it's unbelievable. Mm. And being able to sustain oneself financially, yeah, yeah. that's already uh, in a way enough. And of course, I mean. Uh, We're privileged in the sense that we get to play uh, nice concert halls mm. and to play to big crowds, and there was always the dream. Yeah. yeah. So you know that 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 maybe I, I should say that maybe if I if if we didn't have that, I would maybe feel a sort of that something was missing. In yeah, it. of I, course. You know, but but we do have that, and I do, and I am allowed to uh, sing and play to all these people. So, and I believe that maybe. They like it, so <laughs> I have absolutely. Yeah. You are also someone that has every conceivable hobby there is, like, and at a very high skill level. You know, yeah. He paints. Yeah. He does fine carpentry. Carpentry. Sourdough. Sourdough food, all like all <laughs> at a, like a at a sort of perfectionist expertise level, and all these things. Ah, I wouldn't say that. Ah, come on. Um, all these things yeah they also need space and take time time, I mean carpentry yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a huge just to build shit get good and Mm. it's just so much fun Mm -hmm. sailing fishing (laughs) yeah where's the time where's my next life right Mm -hmm. um I mean, this is kind of a. I wouldn't have to ask this question, but you know, coming from what we've been you know, talking about before, but I'm, uh, I'm gonna ask anyways. Um, other forms of art, what is um, you know, films, music? Um, I don't know. Is there uh, obviously an important part or not as much as I, one I would, would almost think. call it. I would almost call it other forms of art. The music we get to listen to through our children. <laughs> 
so, because, uh, the answer is Eurovision. Yeah, it's got to be listened to, yeah. No, it, it's, it's actually, in, in a sense, I think it's healthy for musicians that we, we, we get so opinionated, mm. you know, when you become professional and you have success and all that. Yeah. And it's much better to realize that most uh, other musicians who are making all kinds of music everyone is actually just doing their best yeah and you can actually take something from yeah there's plenty of music we wouldn't listen to yeah, okay of course not. but but um you can actually enjoy and for us i guess it's enjoying also just to see see our kids uh, having those early experiences yeah. of, of uh, enjoying a piece of music and and having a smile on their face singing along yeah. and all that stuff so it, that's an unstoppable force yeah, yeah. but other uh, but in terms of other um, again like time mm. is like we have no time mm. to go out and see the well, theater, me, theater pieces that we want to mm. see so you know uh, like everyone else of course we uh, can uh, can squeeze in the occasional film yeah. or series but even that is is a uh, yeah. But it's always not not quite enough, and when we go to the cinema, it's usually for Paw Patrol or right, Marvel, know, Marvel, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's blockbusters, um, entertainment, entertainment. No, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I personally I love working with imagery, yeah. like editing and yeah. filming, and I have a huge passion for it. But that's all, you know. It's incredibly time consuming, yeah, yeah. and um, obviously, I'm not uh, making films yet. But like to um, that to, sounds like no. But to make music say. videos and stuff like that, I love yeah. it. I love yeah. uh, well, you're working st- with you're images. You're a storyteller. You're you are a yeah, god uh, gifted storyteller. Oh, so no, you're flattering me. But no, but so editing is is very much uh, down your street. Yeah, but I, um, I I do I do dream of I I yeah of actually uh, educating myself in that field. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is easier than ever before these days, right? Yeah. I would assume, yeah. yeah. That is true. So when I get the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for me, for me, um, sort of in bite-sized, when, whenever I can, exhibitions or visual yeah, arts. You're obviously into arts, like an arts, yeah. uh, you know, to be able to mm. go to arts museums and. Mm. Mm. But also, I, I guess through our son, we we have a. So we become more interested in history because yeah, he he, yeah. he is a, a huge history buff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's ten now, but already when he was seven, eight, he he started really, really getting into history of of uh, politics and yeah. and uh, history of of Europe mainly yeah. and the World Wars and Napoleon and mm. and, and, and finally the history of uniforms. Oh yes, he has like. He has a few books on, you know, or quite a few books actually on uniforms of Second World War, yeah, uniforms yeah. of the 19th yeah. century, like, um, and he seems to have learned a lot of history just through studying these books of this what was what they wore when they so-and-so. And yeah, and why did they wear it? It's, it's a fashion show, isn't it? These uh, battles and wars. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. wow, yeah. they were stylish and yeah. uh, into their Dashing. accessories and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dashing officer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's but yeah, he's 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 into the details of, of these things. It's quite quite fascinating. It is, yeah. Because it travels into you know, then 
we watched the films, the, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the Dunkirk, the yeah, yeah. 1917, and then we start listening to the soundtracks, and it's... Uh, Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah. This is it's true, yeah. It's fascinating. It's important stuff. It is, yeah. But I guess you could say that stories... Storytelling mm. and stories and narratives. Mm. Also, just to try and follow what's going on, uh, sort of between the lines mm. of, of either local stuff or world politics, mm. and, and trying to try and sort of understand the bigger picture. Yeah, and the uh, and the pictures that might be behind might be behind a curtain, maybe. No? Exactly, and and of course, you know, it's not. I wouldn't say it's healthy, because yeah. it's often quite bleak, and 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 the and the stupidity that often mm. just gets to reign and and be. I can't. Yeah, I can't call it anything else. But stupidity. Yeah. Yeah, because to I me, it it it, bo- it boils green. down to like these. You know, understanding the big picture if, to me always ends up with like trying to understand us. Mm. Yeah. As a creature. Yeah. What drives us? What can we actually control? Mm. Very little, probably. Mm. You know how we are just like yeah, uh, right. stringing along to these narratives, and mm. we have no freedom to. But I would say stupidity, because uh, you know above gre- greed, because yeah, the, the greed might, might be the the driving force, but but uh, when we are taking decisions that ultimately are so costly, just mm. if you want to just think about money. Yeah, yeah. They're ultimately so incredibly costly. You have absolutely no winners. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's where it's just like I mean, obviously a war. Obviously, right now we are, we have a situation where there is absolutely there's no way that there's anything but losers mm. and horror and terror and and cost and yeah. and wasted time and. And we're moving away from from the table where we need to all be at mm. in order to 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 be able to even face and let alone tackle the problems yeah. we are facing all of us mm. so it's only through cooperation only through uh Cooperation, not corporations. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's only through corporations well, I mean, that we might succeed. <laughs> no, well, cooperation, yeah, and and. Um, Probably some cor- corporations in the future, if if uh, green solutions, uh, you know, when they can be capitalized. Probably. Absolutely, they yeah. they can be already. Yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's just a question of willingness to. to that, and that's the thing, you know, when we know we know that uh, the cheapest uh, new uh, electricity production, for instance, yeah. is is actually solar. Yeah, it's cheaper. Than building a, a coal uh, plant, mm. but because of the way uh, politicians think and and things are rigged, they subsidize uh, the fossil fuel so mm. much that in the end they're still building coal plants. Mm. And that's just stupid. Yeah, stupid is uh, an ongoing theme in human history, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I suppose. Stupid um, is a stupid does. Yes, exactly. But uh, before we get too bleak here, let me just uh, maybe just uh, you know sidetrack it back to our creative little uh, talk here. Um, or not sidetrack, main track it basically, um, because that's that's one thing that um, we've been actually talking about before. 
that I just want to bring it to the table once more is there are you know as a creative person there are sometimes or even more times than than not times when you're not uh, you know as uh, creative as inspired as motivated as you could be are there kind of a did you you guys build up kind of toolboxes that you can you know f fix that little these times and you know have little set tools that you can uh, apply to you know kind of writer's blog or singles have blog? you ever needed that i think for you it just um well i get to not take responsibility for the steps that are difficult for me do you know what i mean yeah. that of course is is probably the biggest things that actually hinders me in my own career to act to actually have you know what i mean like yeah. I, i i'm probably lacking that drive to just you know um and i i but in my work i i always have enough to do yeah. and i in music i i just i can have uh i, I just i can just uh have an endless flow of mm. shit i can come up with sh yeah, yeah with, with yeah. stuff i can come yeah. up with um parts arrangements uh, new compositions or uh but that doesn't mean that it's not hard to finish things mm -hmm. and uh, and for me of course the Achilles heel would be lyrics uh, and then I just you know don't do them <laughs> and then <laughs> the years go by Avo avoid frustration <laughs> is, that's a good right. tool, tool I guess yeah, and pass the task on to me yeah. yeah so so, but also of course that's yeah you could say that, that that's then where where collaboration should yeah. should happen um But a toolbox for, I would say we don't necessarily have it other than to try and show up, you know, try and just I, show I up mean, for, for me, work. like you're asking the question in, in the middle of a process of writing an album, which has been like more difficult than ever before. Yeah. Uh, maybe because I released an album uh, a year ago um, and which was in Danish for the first time in my yeah, life, so yeah. switching over to Danish and, and working with that language and now having to switch back to English so soon after, that for some reason it's, it feels like it's been... I, I, I maybe haven't been ready, and also in, in the world as it feels at the moment, like everything is a little bit up in the air and, mm -hmm. and, and huge, uh, you mm -hmm. know, thoughts, and I, I, I've, I've felt like I haven't been ready to zoom in on, on anything or to not, not been ready to like, I haven't had this uh, sense of where we at, what's going on, yeah, what are we yeah. talking about, yeah. what do you want to, uh, like, yeah. what's the conversation, yeah. you know. Um, so I would say that I certainly thought I had a toolbox. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've had writer's blocks before, but I've always felt in contact with some sort of, yeah, we can probably, you know, get around it by so-and-so and if I press on. Uh, and this time... There were no tools mm -hmm. Mm. at all, and um, so I've I guess I've sort of gotten in touch with something new or just something original in a way that that it's like sometimes little sparks have happened mm -hmm. that I actually uh, didn't understand and didn't see coming and I thought impossible that, I, that there's no way I can write a song and suddenly there's a song. Yeah out of some weird spark and yeah. I you know I, I thought I knew everything about songwriting and it yeah. turns out I uh, still don't know 
what I'm doing, and I essentially still don't have the tools. It's it is something that just sort of comes out of yeah. some. But in a way, isn't that isn't that liberating? As well? It's 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 kind of beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But um, of course, also slightly frustrating to to suddenly um, realize that all these uh, tools you thought you had built up they made of during paper. the past thirty years <laughs> they don't work. You know, it is divine. Uh, yeah. Intervention, or I don't know. I don't know is what it, it is, it, but yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's just interesting to yeah. be in contact with that inexplicable yeah. beauty of it. But yeah, I think I think that makes it fascinating. Over and, yeah, and, you know. absolutely. Okay, then let's uh, maybe just wrap it up with a word wrap. Quick one. Word wrap. Yeah, like just whatever comes to you. It's very easy, you know. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite color? That's a very obvious one. That's difficult, you know. I'm a doubter. I like all colors, but green. Green. Okay. Helgi, favorite color. Um, favorite color. Um, huh. Color of a perfectly baked sourdough. No. <laughs> no. Cold and crusty. Right. Wow. I, I can't. Uh, I mean, he's a painter. He loves all colors. I, I would say uh, right now, sort of uh, salmon pink. Salmon pink. There mm -hmm. you go. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, this one probably difficult for you because don't, you don't eat it. But favorite pasta form, <laughs> or you rarely eat it, right? No, I mean I, I love pasta, but I would probably go for um, tortelloni, something. Uh, okay. Yeah. I would probably fett. say uh, fettuccine. Fettuccine. Va bene. Va bene. Favorite film, your favorite movie. Oh, my favorite film. Oh. That's a difficult one. There's a new contender on the on the uh, on the playing field. Where's it? Well, we we saw the new Matilda, ah, musical film, and it's just it's so masterfully done in every respect. Okay. That it's it's one of my absolute favorite films. I would say so, I, and I mean it because yeah, it's it's, it's absolutely the, brilliant. Yeah, the, to see it, it's so well written. The music mm. is is so unbelievably cleverly done and mm. wonderfully written, and the and the libretto, if you will, or yeah. the you know the lyrics are just perfect, and the children yeah. are phenomenal. Okay, cool, They're phenomenal. So, I, so huge, huge um, recommendation here. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, a huge recommendation. And other than that, I, I guess I'm I'm a bit of a sucker for the. Sort of Lord of the Rings, Harry ah. Potter, that kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you actually you get into a universe like that yeah, yeah. and you get to stay there yeah. for a, for mm, a you know, epic journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. And last question. Favorite aquatic dweller? <laughs> Favorite aquatic dweller? dweller? Anything that lives in the sea. Right. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> easy. Is it? The, no. Uh, wait. That's really difficult because I actually, I mean, I love going to aquariums. Mm. We actually got to, we played at Euro aquarium. Europe's largest aquarium. Okay. And the, the instrument survived? Or not in? Or no. In? no, no, okay. no. We, we played it in the building. Yeah. They have a, they have a saltwater aquarium, which is absolutely fabulous. And they had moonfish. Oh, yeah. Which is, wow. Yeah. Those things are... They're huge, right? They're huge and they're just so fascinating. Uh, but I would say... I, I think say, the whales... I would say whales. The yeah. whales of Iceland are 
Just yeah. incredible creatures. The whales of Iceland. That's a beautiful end note mm -hmm. for this very inspiring little talk. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure. And uh, likewise, um, will to be continued. To be con TBC. To be continued. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Excellent.